0: That's a stupid question after what you pulled at my parole here. You didn't deserve to get out. Neither did you. Now you're not gonna. What, what, you gonna kill me in this cell? There are guards out there. It just doesn't sink in for you, does it? Those guards out there work for me. See, Mike, I wasn't gonna let what happened last time happen this time. No one's gonna come run helping you at the last second, because they're all locked up tight in their bunks. An irony of ironies because of some prisoner's rights lawsuit way back when. There are no cameras in cells.
1: Wait, 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 wait. No,
0: time for waiting is done. No, 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 I meant, don't you wanna hear about the camera that's in here? Bullshit. Smile, you son of a bitch. No! You did not keep yourself in here just to do this. Oh yeah, Frank,
1: I did. And now all those guards that aren't in your pocket, they're watching this right now. And it's sixty feet from that guard station to this cell. So if I calculated correctly, they've got Jimbo
0: in cuffs, and they're going to be opening that door right now. now. Drop that knife and step back, Gallow. <laughs> it doesn't change anything.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see about that. Dude, season six, episode nine is over. If you're ready to hear us talk about the hand that feeds you, then suits yourself. I'm Rob Sestrino back here with the guy who is behind the privacy screen. It's Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? Rob, I'm great. We did it. We're out of jail. We, we did, did it. it. We
2: made it. Mike is free. Free. Mike Boumbaier, he did it, you know. Um,
1: My, uh, Chappelle, I, this is, uh, that this is this Mike Ross is really um, we we work so hard to keep him free. I have no assurance that he's not tomorrow gonna be like, hey, I need put me back in the jail. <laughs> what is, this guy? <laughs> it's like, hey, all right, Mike, something. we're gonna get you out. No, no, I don't think so. And. Uh, Does Rachel know? This is a good thing Rachel is so busy with this. If Rachel knew, like, remember how mad she got when it was like, all right, Mike, we only have an hour together. And it's like, oh, wait, I just got to pick up this guy's case. Uh, Let me do some law work for a total stranger. Like, Mike, this is our last chance to be together. Yeah, but the injustice to have him where, Mike, you're free. Mm, Hold up. Let me... Uh, I got to let me cook for a little bit here. Yeah. If I she, knew, if she yeah. knew what was going on, if it was like, OK, you're not running to me. You got to still take care of business with your jail friends that you yeah, met With your prison boys With your prison boys Yeah, Ra- Rachel's such a bird though She would be like But
2: that's why I love you, Mike It's because you do these things for people Oh, like, I mean
1: When I'm getting flashbacks to When Rachel and Jessica Were dealing with uh, The case for Leonard uh, For Leonard Bailey And Jessica's like Alright, I think this this is my professional thing And he's like Well, what do you think, Rachel? She's like Yeah uh, I'd, I'd go the other way.
0: Yeah, I, respectfully, I'd
1: push I, back on that. Well, <laughs> and and yeah, it's like you know Mike what, first. you two deserve each other.
2: Yeah, Rachel calls Mike for advice. Jessica's like, I've been a lawyer my entire life. I've built a law firm. My name is on the door. I've fought cases like this and lost cases like this. And I'm telling you from my personal world experience and what I've seen as a professional in this industry that we should just go ahead and present this. And Rachel says. Let me call my boyfriend in jail. He's a fake lawyer. He mm-hmm.
1: might know. Mm-hmm. So Mike
2: like, uh, I think you yeah. should go with your gut. And she goes, well, tell me about jail. Isn't mm-hmm. it awful? I need to know more about that. Yeah. And then what she lands on is, yeah, Leonard Bailey, you got to fight this. Yeah. One. Now, I don't
1: Like I don't Mike disagree. and Leonard Bailey are in the same type of jail also. Like exactly, Leonard Bailey is on same. death row.
2: Yeah. Mike, Mike Ross can like use the phone and go play pool. Talk, like, Everybody has a friend. cell phone. Harvey keeps showing up at, at, at <laughs> any given time of day. Like you just pop in. Yeah. Yeah, he met with his roommate's wife. You, you get know? a tummy ache, feel. you get to leave. Right. You, you could break him out and <laughs> just bring him back, you know. Um <laughs> but there's movie I night. I don't, yeah, there's movie night. I don't disagree with with Rachel and Leonard Bailey's assessment that yeah his life is going to be trash if he gets out a guilty man who was on death row he's never going to be able to get a job no one's ever going to trust him like he probably needs to clear his name i get that but i you know the idea that rachel's like yeah but i think what you should listen to me and not jessica like although i think that she was right i think it's results results oriented right i Mm -hmm. think they're like like jessica like is the strategic like the correct move right You, you take what you can get and hope for the best um, because y'all are already like really grasping at straws to get to this point. You know, there have been so many obstacles. You had to have already go find the public defender and get her to say or, and swear that, oh, yeah, I maybe didn't give him mm-hmm. adequate, you know, whatever. And also, uh, I, I got the eyewitness, you know, account. I, I, got, I got the affidavit saying that Maria told me that all this other stuff. Like, you already got this woman swearing, you know, it's already hearsay that y'all are trying to get around. Mm Then y'all got to get to court and make that happen. Like, yeah, in theory, you should probably be listening to Jessica. But I do get the urge to do what Rachel and Leonard Bailey want to do.
1: Yeah. Chappelle, can you explain to me, like, what is the basis by which that we are reopening the Leonard Bailey case that we're going to like we're going to take the 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 testimony that maria had given to the lawyer that they didn't use and then they're going to bring that into court
2: yeah so they found precedent that if the if the witness is dead and has given testimony to somebody like has written it down or has like told somebody then you could then uh like uh, swear, like sign an affidavit saying that, oh no, I swear that she told me this. So you basically are acting in proxy of that person. So it's not hearsay. Cause normally when you say, oh yeah, somebody told me that, you don't have to swear on it, right? You're just like, yeah, that's what I heard. Uh, but you're, you're swearing as if like, this is now your testimony. Like I'm willing to swear my life that this is what they told me. And so that if we find out that you're wrong, Or that that person lied. You lied, essentially. (laughs) Like, they told you that, and now you're owning it as your own, I guess, is what they're doing. And so they're opening it back up. And they're also saying, in a way, that, you know, by not logging this information, because Georgina, the old, um, you know, the old uh, defense lawyer, she didn't write it down. So this is literally her word versus, you know, everybody else's word. She's saying, yeah, this woman told me that. I didn't write it down, but this is what I got. And so they're saying, like, it really wasn't adequate Uh, defense if she didn't log that information and so they're opening it up under the guise of like yeah we got a witness it would be Georgina's statement you know through Maria and then also that Georgina didn't give adequate defense for the lawyer in the first place I mean for Leonard Bailey in the first place and so now the case is going to be reopened and at first the judge doesn't sound like he's down for it but he's like if Georgina will swear that you know she kind of dropped the ball on this one then it there must be something there because no lawyer is gonna make themselves look that bad if there's no mm-hmm. you know if there's so that's how the case got reopened.
1: Georgina, the lawyer, uh, seems pretty young. Uh, this is like what like a twelve year old case.
2: It's, it's an old case I I don't know her and Jessica looked like they might be you know contemporaries or mm. something you know like uh like maybe our peers or something yeah because uh, they do speak like she knows who Jessica is it's not like she showed up and was like oh uh, who are you Jessica Pearson um, I've heard of your work yeah. No she's like I mean, maybe hey, she's Jessica, just like, like a
1: public defender sort of like cutting right. her teeth at the time that she right. uh, was representing um Leonard's case all right, right. so uh, it's season six episode nine OK, uh, we'll not have the midseason finale, not the midseason finale, but feel again feels like a midseason finale. Uh, what are we yeah. doing when we come back in episode 10? Are we back to like dealing with like, OK, that how are we going to get our book of business back and the stockbrokers and like everything else? I, I will say that the next episode is called PSL. Hey, we, we named it, you know, PSL. We've Maybe been, it's we've been uh, it. fall and they're going to have some pumpkin spice latte. It is fall.
2: It is fall. It it's is the season. Um, let's see, what are we doing when we come back? Well, you know what it is? We have to come back. There has to be some insurmountable thing that we have to do to get a bunch of money. And they're going to look around at all the pieces. They're going to look at Gretchen. They're going to look at Rachel. They're going to look at Donna. They're going to look at Harvey. They're going to look at Lewis. And they're going to look at Jessica and say, we can't do this. But you know who could? Mike Ross. No, he might what? Mike Ross, right. we're getting Mike no, Ross back. He can't practice baby. law. We have Sean. He can't, he can't he practice can't law. Practice yeah, but what if he's like
1: the janitor and he could be like cleaning the, the office?
2: Right, exactly. I'm, I'm telling you, they're gonna look around at the Suicide Squad and say yeah. something's missing. We need an extra piece. And Mike Ross, like, I'm, I'm sorry, I just got out. I can't, I can't go back. And like. You know, whenever they try to, whenever you try to get out, they just try to pull you back in. Yeah. Like, was like, but Jessica gotta, needs to stand
1: she's like, up here. She has to be like, she's uh, not do it. if that kid is within 500 feet of these offices, so help me God, I'll have goddamn. your goddamn scalp.
2: <laughs> I mean, she should do that. But I just know that the end of this next episode is going to picture him like suiting up for one one last time, you know, like putting on a suit,
1: tying a tie.
2: Mike Ross is back, baby. Him and him and Harvey look at each other. It's the opening credits, you know. Well, he is a financial
1: advisor. I mean, could he go work for the stockbrokers? Yeah, he worked for (laughs) Jonathan Sidwell, right? Yeah,
2: he was a lawyer once too, but I don't think he's good with numbers.
1: Give (laughs) him a job with the stockbrokers.
2: I I I mean that probably wouldn't hurt because he fit in he's with those guys. There, he, he would not fit in with those guys. He would miss. He would miss <laughs> Harvey. Back so to much. his
1: Trevor days.
2: Back to his Trevor days. Yeah. Nah, um. I, I'm sorry. I just don't see how you don't go out of the finale of this. What if the Trevor works in
1: stockbrokers? Could we bring him back?
2: We never found out what Trevor's job was. Youth pastor.
1: <laughs> he's wearing a suit. Like,
2: I mean, just the he way works he works in the acting, city,
1: seemingly. But he's
2: so pious, so mm-hmm. like such blah. Anyway, um, yeah, I just don't see a world where we go into the mid-season finale and there's no like Mike Ross is just at home watching them all do law. <laughs> he's like that 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 uh, Squidward meme of him looking through the window and Patrick and SpongeBob are outside, like yay. Mm-hmm. Like I just feel like
1: he loves. He's got to get
2: tag me in. Mm-hmm. Ta- he, he loves the law. How are they going to keep him away from the law? Rob, it has to happen. It's the next episode. He's suiting back up.
1: Okay. All right. Well, let's talk about what Mike has going on here in this episode. And Mike is free, but there's a little bit of a hang up. And then there's enough time for Kevin Miller to be like, hey, Mike, what's going on? They're taking all my wife's money. And he's like, what? What?
2: That wasn't part of the deal. Sean Cahill, what are you doing? And, And Sean Cahill's like, I don't care. I don't care about the deal. I don't like them. They stole my mom, didn't get to go to Spain. I want to take all their money, and I said, yeah. I'm gonna do I got the
1: power. And at no point yeah. does Mike say, like, Well, you know, Kevin, like, I mean, that was stolen money. Uh, he I mean, did? it was
2: kind of. And Kevin was like, Before like, we but stole it, come on. Yeah, we had money before they stole it.
1: Mm-hmm. Duh,
2: like, we weren't just out here stealing money from Jump, we had a little something. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So, okay, I was like, I don't care. I don't want the money. Mm-hmm. So. Mike has to go to that was the that, that was money that William Sutter embezzled from other people. Come on, right. we we invested the money that we stole and made our <laughs> own money. Yeah. So the own money is still <laughs> our money. The, that, y'all can have the stolen money back. Yeah. But damn, we made millions off that that stolen money. That's our yeah. money. Mike's like, all right, uh, well,
1: all right. Let, let me let me go back to work here. All yeah, right, let me
2: put on my suit. Yeah. So he he gets a meeting with Sean Cahill. Yeah.
1: And meanwhile, (laughs) Frank Gallo is like, "Hey, Mike, I'm ready to kill you any day now. Better get me out of jail. Uh, Harvey, better come through." Or yeah. And Mike's like, "Well, I'll be. Let me just stay here for a couple more days."
2: Yeah. Hey, Mike. Five hours, thirty-two minutes, and (laughs) twenty-four seconds until you die. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks, Frank. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and and it's like a race against the clock where Mike is like uh, trying to like stall and like stay in jail for as long as possible so that he can like uh, work on trying to save Kevin, Kevin Miller's finances. And Harvey yeah. is like, I'm going to I'm going to risk my career again to try to, you know, get Mike out of jail before Frank Gallo kills him.
2: Well, that's the thing. Harvey's like. I'm ready to break the law. I'm ready to come in and say whatever it takes to get Frank Gallo out of jail. Because if I can get Frank Gallo through this parole hearing, then he's not going to touch Mike. And then it'll be smooth sailing these next couple days as we get Mike out of prison. Well, Cameron Dennis shows up, of all people. The voice of reason... Mr. – yeah, Mr. Uh, – what? Uh, chaotic Evil? Uh, no, he's not that bad. He's, what is it, Lawful Evil or something like that? Lawful Evil, uh, yeah. Yeah, he shows up. He's like, God damn it, Harvey. Look, you are not about to have me perjuring myself, acting like this is a good person who deserves to be out of the street. He, he, he threatens to shank people for fun. Like, this is what he does on a Tuesday afternoon. Why are we saving him? And Harvey's like, I got to save Mike Ross. I got to. If I got to get Frank Gallo out, then so be it. I'll even – I'll even put a private investigator on him. He's like, that's it. That's your big solution for the murderer. We're just going to have a guy with a camera following him around. Called him a a
1: fat guy with a Polaroid.
2: He did call him a fat guy with a Polaroid. He knows Harvey's guy. He's like, "Uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, I know you. I know your guy. uh, And he's uh, it's kind of chunky. And he's got a Polaroid camera. I really wish can't even zoom in with a Polaroid. As I said, the least you could do is get like a phone at this point. It's 2016, Mm -hmm. 2017. The Palm Pre was out by then dear god take a picture um so yeah so Cameron is like no Harvey what are you doing stop being an idiot Harvey's like but I gotta get Mike out stop and so um they go to I don't care if he's a
1: cold-blooded murderer he's gonna hurt Mike put him back on the
2: streets let him hurt other people not Mike so then they go to the parole hearing and Harvey's like listen your honor Does this look like the face of a man that would stab someone? Everybody's like,
0: yes.
2: (laughs) And Frank Gallo's like, come on. I'm good. I promise. To where Cameron Dennis has to stand up and say... Harvey's lying. He's being blackmailed. Something's Mm -hmm. going on here. And Harvey, if you do not stop playing these games, I'm going to play this audio Mm of Frank Gallo, literally admitting to trying to kill. someone. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. And then he ultimately (laughs) reads like, uh, let me, I'm going to read you the words of Harvey Specter. Like this man is the scum. (laughs) Like (laughs) he should never see the light of day ever again. He is a cold-blooded murderer So lock him up and throw away the key forever.
2: <laughs> it was the best thing ever because it, it gave me, I don't know if you're familiar with this reference, but it gave me the little rascals like, dear darla, mm-hmm. I hate your stinking guts. <laughs> you make me vomit. You're scum between my toes. Love Harvey Spectre.
1: <laughs> And Harvey is gonna take this, the oath. <laughs> Ch- Chappelle's taking himself out <laughs> because it was very much
2: Harvey listening to it. Like, damn, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's
2: like, "Yep, that was me, Your Honor." <laughs> Sorry, mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the uh, old me. That's the old. That was the old Frank. Y'all don't know this new Frank. The, the system works. He's the being system works.
1: <laughs> talk to this. Talk to this man. Look at him.
2: Look at Frank Gallo. <laughs> Does that look like the face of a man? Everybody's like, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. He threatened to stab me when he came to the door. Y'all. <laughs> I promise. This is the guy. Um, So so Cameron Dennis is worried that Harvey is about to perjure himself. So what he does is says, all right, you ain't got to do this. Because now I'm going to talk to Mike Ross. So Mike and Cameron Dennis talk. And Mike's like. "Yeah, I think Mike I called
1: to- Cameron Dennis.
2: Yeah, because Mike's like, I need Cameron Dennis needs me to put Frank Gallo away because Harvey's about to lie to get me out of jail. So since I am, I have the leverage here. I need to make a deal to protect me and Kevin. I need Kevin out of jail. So I will sac- I will say that if you get Kevin out of jail, then I will corroborate your story about Frank Gallo. And so Harvey does not know this. Harvey goes into the parole hearing like, okay, why is Mike here? What's Mike mm-hmm. about to say? When Mike sits on the stand and says, Everything they said he did, you're He's he gonna did. kill me. <laughs> he's trying to kill me right now, my guy. Help, help, please. They're <laughs> like, right, sir, please calm down. He's yeah. like, No, no, he's a monster. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: like,
2: Frank Gallo's face, he's looking at Harvey like, Really? <laughs> really?
1: You sent me uh, up. Even Harvey,
2: Harvey's
1: You put like, him up to this.
2: And Harvey did not, but Harvey's like, Yeah, it was me. Don't so don't take Kill me, on Mike. not him. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I did it. It was me I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna kill him first <laughs> because he has to sleep at the jail tonight. You don't you don't know this, but I'm Frank Gallo,
0: mm-hmm. bitch.
2: Yep. so
1: he's staying the night with me. Right. Uh the parole board, everybody leaves, they're all high-fiving. Like, this was the best parole hearing was ever. The
2: best thing ever. <laughs> My god. So really, these are usually yeah. so boring. Right. I thought I thought Harvey was gonna lie, and then he just didn't. He just said, like, yeah, mm-hmm. you got me. <laughs>
1: And then did you see the look on his face? They put the other guy in.
2: Right. And I heard Frank Gallo say, I'm still going to kill him. <laughs> like, yeah, do we do we, re, do we do we reconvene? And just like, Frank, we heard you.
1: And <laughs> then Mike has one last trick up his sleeve. He goes to Sean Cahill and, and Harvey is like, Sean Cahill, WTF. My Mike Ross <laughs> supposed to be out of here. He's like, look, he said he had another plan and he didn't want to tell you about it. And then we have
2: to pay close attention because if we don't show up at the right time, he could be dead. Mm
1: -hmm. So, yeah, let's get over to the jail. And so, we see that here's Mike alone in his cell, and Frank Gallo comes in very, like, luckily for Mike's sake, didn't come right in with the instant kill. Frank Gallo wants to sort of like savor it. He's like, All right, Mike, time for me to kill you. Got a knife here. You're going to meet. It's going to be time to get shivved. And uh, Mike is like, well, you're forgetting about one thing. I uh, have a camera. The oldest trick in the suits book. I don't have a file folder (laughs) filled with blank paper, but you're being recorded. He had a literal digital camera. Mm-hmm. like
2: it was not a spy a spy camera it wasn't a wire it yeah. was literally a digital camera sitting on the windowsill yeah. with a blinking light yeah how did frank, frank gallo miss
1: seconds. the bright red light <laughs> in the dark cell
2: i don't know <laughs> i guess mike might have been standing like kind of like in front of light, just off off center to where
1: frank couldn't see it um because mike he could have put gotcha. a piece of tape over the red light
2: Man, yeah, that would have helped. Mike. Mike was Mike only had a few seconds. Okay, Rip was due, and mm-hmm. uh, Frank had came here to collect, and so he had to make a move. Frank Gallo actually tries to poke up Mike Ross. I mean, this was the closest he's gotten yeah. to getting poked up. Uh, Mike had a good and,
1: like parry to like,
2: yes, <laughs> like hoo hoo, ha you almost got me. <laughs> so uh, not not so fast. <laughs> <And> so um, <laughs> so yeah, Mike holds him off until the time for the good guards to get there because. The bad guards had to get aired out in this too. Mike says, "So, um, not, not, I'm not recording or anything, but the the guards, you you do have them under your control." Like, yeah, Jimbo, the that's the bad too.
1: guard. <laughs>
2: yeah, Jimbo's got my back. It's like, okay, say it louder for the recording, Jimbo. Yeah, okay, cool.
1: Oh mm-hmm.
2: uh, yeah, they break in just in time to save Mike. He looks distraught because I think that's the closest he's come to dying at any point in his life, and um, he he made it. Mike Ross did it. Yeah, that now. Frank Gallo is going to go to jail forever. He or, made it through. Or, or leave Mike Russell on. Or going to offer him a deal, you know? So Harvey goes to Frank Gallo, is like, uh, and, and Frank Gallo is honestly done with Harvey. He's like, I, don't come in here. I'm sick of you. you. You got Mike out for now, but I will get him one day. Like, it, you know, if it wasn't for you meddling kids and that puppy, I would have had him, you know? And so um, Harvey's like, no, we're about to send you back to real jail, like mm-hmm. real prison, where they all know that you're a rat. And you will be anally raped, you know. Like, and so he's like, ah. And so um, then he's like, or, 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 just come with me on the journey. You can stay here for five years, and just nothing can happen to Mike Ross at all in the next five years. Yeah. Or
1: you're going. I back mean, to real mean, the way Mike Ross raped. goes, like, chances are he'll be back soon.
2: Yeah, Mike Ross is coming back. There's mm-hmm. no way Mike Ross is staying out of jail that
0: long.
1: <laughs>
2: like, he just even like I'm not saying that. And, and Mike is a career criminal by definition. He is a career criminal. Yes, but. I'm not saying that he like he cannot no, I am saying he cannot help himself. He's going to do to, he's going to do fraud again. That's kind of his thing. It's his bag. It's an addiction. Uh, but I also think that Mike is just very sloppy in his de- in his dealings, right? Like when he when he had a secret that had everybody's life in the balance, every episode somebody was finding out the secret. I mean, it was episode three, mm-hmm. I think, when Lola Jensen finds out. I'm like, you just got here. Why does someone already know? Like, Jenny knew, Trevor knew, Lola Jensen knew, Jessica, Harvey. Like, hey, bro, this is the biggest thing that you've ever had to keep secret. <laughs> and at least 20 people knew before you went to jail. So I don't have faith in him that he wouldn't move sloppily, even if he is on the up and up to where he wouldn't end up in a situation similar to this. So there's a non zero chance, but in the next five years, he meets Frank Gallo again.
1: Yeah, I think that Frank Gallo is definitely bad. I can't imagine this is Frank Gallo's last appearance.
2: Yeah. Uh, hmm. I mean, it it would be nice if it was because man, Mike being in jail is kind of a bummer. It's not the not my favorite Mm -hmm. storyline. Mike getting out of jail has been pretty entertaining though. This this episode, I really liked this episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, it was cool,
1: fun. Uh, climactic conclusion to uh, Mike getting out of jail.
2: Yeah, even though technically the climactic conclusion should be the mid season finale, which is next week. Yeah, yeah,
1: or tomorrow. So, maybe <laughs> we're going to go back to the law. Um, we also had Lewis in this episode still boo, dealing boo, with line, so line, the episode boo. opens with Lewis boo. mudding with Donna. And so, Chappelle, a little bit of a snafu here, as noted here mm. on the Suits Wiki that. Lewis uh, expresses glee in having Donna finally join him in mudding, which Donna is shocked to enjoy. However, Donna has already mudded before. She and Rachel joined him for a mud at the end of toe-to-toe during last season. Remember? Yeah, that's when
2: he passed out. Yeah, that's when he passed out. He had, like, his uh a climactic conclusion. You no, know, no, no, that no, no.
1: That This was when, that, it was, like, at the end of the episode, and then, uh, like, that they were, like, Donna and Rachel like had, like, robes, and they're like, we're going mudding, Lewis. Let's go. Yeah, and
2: he, and he collapsed. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, like, yes. yeah. Of, yeah, Yeah.
1: Not his premature uh, mudding. Yeah. It might have been. <laughs> Another premature mudding.
2: He can't handle yeah. it. He can't. Well, somehow he managed to handle it this time. He boot, booty butt naked in the mud and next to Donna. And this whole time, they're using this moment to... Um, to listen to Lewis Vent. I guess he just really feels bad about his situation because Tara, the love of his life that he just met an episode or two ago, um, that he's gone on approximately one and a half dates with, mm-hmm. had some sex, uh, and now is asking her to leave her boyfriend. Uh yeah, she, fiance. She, you know, yeah. <laughs> well, now fiance. Yeah, by the end of this episode, her fiance. <laughs> uh, you know, like. He's like, oh, I hate him so much. He, he's awful. Why doesn't she just want to be with me? So cause she does not know you. She does not know you. <laughs> Y'all just met. Y'all literally just met. You just met. You just met. And so he's he's whining to Donna. And she's like, just let, let fate take its, its toll. Like it'll be fine. Have faith. She tells him a story about a guy with a jack. She's like, there was a guy with a jack. Yeah, what was that story? Rope. So there was a guy on the side of the road. He needed a jack. (laughs) And on his way to the house to get the jack, he decided to talk himself through, like, why he wouldn't get the jack. Like, what if the jack is expensive? What if the people don't want to give me the jack? What if it's $500,000? What if it's $1,000? Blah, blah, blah. blah. I can't even afford the jack. I hate them for offering me this jack. So he gets to the door and says, I don't even want your stupid jack. And people are like, what? And so he never gets the jack. Mm
1: -hmm. Which is a long way to go for that story, I thought.
2: It's basically everything Lewis ever does, (laughs) right? He's always like, Harvey, you hate me because X, Y, Z. And Harvey's like, "No." I just wanted you to do this. And so, mm-hmm. damn, my bad. Yeah. You know, and so Lewis is able to look at that situation and go, What was wrong with that? Why, why, that was, what, what's wrong with the Jack story? And I was like, Just let things play out because you never, you're all, you're never going to know. And you can't just shoot yourself in the foot because you think she might not take you over Joshua. Now, we get this random ass moment where Tara shows up at the end of the episode. She's like, Lewis, um, I met with Joshua. I told him all about you and he proposed. And we've been dating for three years, and you know, I, I really love him, and we have this long distance thing together, and this would be a perfect opportunity for us to unite and be one, be a family, live on the same coast all the time, be married. But I I just I just couldn't say yes because I met you four days ago, and Louis, I had to I had to turn down the engagement. It's you, it's always been you. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, boo, boo, boo. ladies, stand up. What? How did we get here? All right. Lu- yes. Lewis is seemingly good at the sex, but damn lady. Is that, is that all it takes? He threw a mansion and, and some sex at you. And you're like throwing this other guy to the wheel. He must be a broke boy. That's <laughs> <he is. laughs> Joshua must ain't got no money. He, he well, it's here, very he expensive
1: has. to live in Los Angeles.
2: Well, that's why he only lives there for six months.
1: Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
2: Come back to where it's affordable. Well, he's got to cut
1: some costs. And uh, having a girlfriend just six months out of the year, like that saves a lot of money.
2: It really does. But like having a roommate will save money, too. Yeah.
1: It's basically he has like the Airbnb of girlfriends. It's like, so, yeah, sure. You're my girlfriend like this part of the year. And then the other part of the year, like you and other people like uh, also chip in.
2: Yeah, pretty much. It's like a a, like a timeshare, almost. Yeah, timeshare. Like,
1: Like, hey, I'm here when I'm using the property, you know.
2: Right, right. Exactly. Not to imply that women
1: are property. Yeah. Like I
2: no, their whole their whole relationship is the timeshare. She's not she she too is using the timeshare. The problem is now she wants to she wants to like to to tap out of Mm -hmm. the timeshare. She's like, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to go and be with Lewis. Maybe because I don't know. she uh,
1: she likes Lewis, but she
2: said, "Lewis, I cannot accept the engagement because I feel like this about you." She does not say I broke up with Joshua, but Rob my, in my theory is that if if you propose to somebody and they say no, then that's the breakup. Like I don't, yeah, yeah, like there's no like, well, we'll keep dating until you're ready. Like I, I mm, no, for me that doesn't. I it's just a sign. that not it's a big compute. sign. Yeah, That that does not compute for me Now don't get me wrong If you're listening to this And that was your situation Fine But for me In my head That is the breakup That is yeah. you telling me That you don't want to be with me at all I mean I anymore. could
1: see like uh Like too soon Like uh, like hypothetically Like like if Lewis proposed Like I was just like oh, Whoa 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 Like I could see that As opposed to no But
2: that's, but that's still the breakup like, <laughs> that's, that's
1: still the breakup Like I don't know I think it'd be like Hell hey, I'm not for ready me. for that yet I'm not ready yet
2: Yeah but like if you thought we were ready for that, then you're obviously, we're not on the same page. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, if there's no reason why we should have the, such a disconnect, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's when I'm like, oh, okay, I, this is over. You know, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you turn down my engagement, leave me alone. Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, she's turned down Joshua's engagement, but she is uh now going to date Lewis exclusively. You think, uh, you think Tara is kind of like, not good at exclusive. Do you think she's going to like, try to date Lewis exclusively and be like,
1: Lewis, I met a guy. You good with it, right? Uh, we know no, almost nothing about her. Uh, it's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why are y'all doing this? Y'all don't know anything about I each mean, other. Y'all just yeah, mad. I mean, I, I guess she's the only the second woman in the history of the show to talk to him. So uh, there was the woman that, oh, uh, that like, need him it in the groin. Fall. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. We took it
0: all. We brought them to our land. <laughs> An endless night, amber hot and icy cold.
1: Chappelle, let's talk about the Liddy here for the season six, episode nine.
2: I think this Liddy is Mike Cross the Bear. Mike? Right? Mike. I mean, he's out of jail. He yeah, did it.
1: He did it. He he got I got mean, ra-
2: He's back from he Rachel. He was being so
1: stupid with uh, trying I, I, I it's not just me. I'm getting Kevin out of jail. I'm letting it worked. Sean Cahill. I guess it all it all did work.
2: All of Mike's plans came to fruition here. Jill has immunity. Kevin's out of jail yeah. saying goodnight to his kids. Yeah. Mike Ross got uh Frank Gallo off his back. He he used the spy camera. Yeah. He he went around Harvey and made all this happen while Harvey was just out here going, like, but Mike, I just need you out of jail. Yeah. Mike made it happen.
1: But Harvey needs a new friend because this is Harvey is down things. bad so far for Mike that he's really he's almost lost everything just by being friends with Mike. It's uh, to the point where he's Har- like, Frank Gallo, kill me, not him.
2: Yeah. Harvey has two friends, Jessica and Mike. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not counting Donna. There's some, there's too much, there's too much history there. Like they barely friends. They like, they're friendly, but uh, if they get too close, then it's like, I oh, don't know. I got to quit. I got to go work with Lewis. You know? Like, so I'm not even counting Donna there. I'm sure they are friends, but he got, he got Mike. Cause Jessica low key, just his boss. Like, you know, like they, they're friends as well, but they, you work for her essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, Y'all are partners for all, all intents and purposes. Lewis is not your friend. I don't care yeah. what Lewis does. Lewis is not your friend. That's not your friend. He lied. Okay. Um, you were led astray. Mike <laughs> Ross is his only friend, and this is how he treats his friends. You know, he he will go off a cliff for them. And he was really to get poked up for Mike Ross, essentially. And so um, yeah, now that he's out, we got the team back together. The gang's all here, Rob. Now we're all we can out. start to move forward yep. with PSL.
1: Okay, uh, really no references to speak of in this episode, but we got a lot of feedback questions, okay? All right, Um, this is from, let's start with David, who says, uh, they did it, woohoo, and season six, episode nine, nice. Are you surprised they got Mike out, and uh, with that little maneuver with the camera, that was wild. How will they top that moving forward, and they're just going to keep recording people.
2: Yeah, that's, that's it. The uh, dictaphone is down.
1: Yeah. I mean, all those suits characters just have like a body cam.
2: Yeah. I mean, pretty much. I mean, you know what? Law enforcement should wear body cams all the time. How mm-hmm.
1: about that? Yeah. We'll how take that, that, Jimbo.
2: Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Jimbo, this is your fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I don't know how they top this. This was some wild behavior. You know, Mike going to jail is rock bottom for Mike Ross. And so he can really only go up from here, right? And so we don't know what's next. For him, is he going to be a lawyer? Is he going to go back into the like, trading or something like that? Uh, I mean, we know that his uh, plea his plea agreement or whatever said that he could never practice law again. So lawyers should be off the table, but he should also be in jail. And so we've seen crazier things happen than uh, Mike Ross not being able to practice law. I think that th- now the remainder of Suits is probably going to be, how do we get Mike Ross back into the courtroom?
1: Gotta get him back. Gotta get him back, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Then also, David uh, wants to know about, what's up with Tara Lewis? How rushed is this oh, love story? I've watched this rushed. show too many times, and I still don't get it.
2: I don't understand. I don't get it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, Tara, please stand up. <laughs> Lady. Lady. This Joshua guy, I'm telling you, he a broke boy. Yeah. He <laughs> ain't got no money. He ain't yeah. got no money. She but- tired of struggling. She tired of eating uh, syrup sandwiches.
1: Yeah. Josh small said as much as I typically Gosh. find Rachel and Mike to be cringe. I actually thought the hug at the end was so sweet, but how in the world would she know the exact time to get out of the car for that moment? Suits is so dramatic. Oh, well, so dramatic. It was like, I I really was wondering that because she's in like slow-mo. seems like that the wind machine was on. It was like, nah, that's just Megan Markle. She comes home. She got
2: her own wind. She has her she own wind machine. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, I don't know. I've never really I don't think I've ever done a slow motion entrance before, Rob. Do you think you've ever had one?
1: Maybe we could do one.
2: You think we could set one up? Mm-hmm. I think you've had some slow motion entr- entrance. <laughs> I don't know about you've an entrance before. Maybe the survivor yeah. intro. Yeah. Now you like, yeah, the survivor intro. Yeah, that happened. You were on the boat, you know. You had some slow the motion wind.
1: moments. Yeah, yeah, the
2: wind yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah i think i, I think we got to set one up though yep. we got to make that happen let we me also uh
1: highlight uh josh shouted us out in the facebook group said uh slightly behind on the podcast but i very much appreciate the change in the liddy yesterday jessica absolutely deserved it over mike
2: sometimes i think josh Small doesn't re- like he doesn't respect me why i just it's just a vibe mm-hmm he don't respect me in the shows We're going to talk about that. Okay. I'm going to slam a blue folder on his desk. We're going to talk
1: about it. Aha. Aha. Okay. Check me. All right. Mm -hmm. Then let me take another question. Uh, It's a big question day. Bree says, Mike, a few more seasons to go, though. Do you think they crime again?
2: (laughs) (laughs) They go crime. (laughs) If you crime once, you're going to crime again. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yep. (laughs) I mean, uh, is there an episode of Suits where Mike isn't committing a crime?
2: Okay, so now Mike's slate is clean, okay? As of right now, Mike is an upstanding member of society. He has paid his debt. He is no longer uh, a a fake lawyer. He is no longer doing fraud. Mike is at square one. He's starting off. He can, like, we're about to watch the stock rise and fall of Mike Ross. But Harvey is in the pits of hell every episode harvey has been trying to break the law i mean he was like cameron dennis i need you to perjure yourself harvey are you okay i'm about to perjure myself harvey are you okay you know so i'm starting to think that harvey might be the new criminal we need to be keeping an eye on Hmm. he's willing to go to extreme lengths at this point he's yeah he
1: doesn't even care anymore he doesn't even blink at like perjury whatever i'll do it gotta get my cross out he used to be such
2: a like Yeah, he used to be such a, like, there's a line that you just don't cross, right? Which is why he was beefing with Cameron Dennis. But in this episode, he's the one telling Cameron Dennis, like, bruh, you've crossed lines before, right? We all I mean, in
1: season one, Harvey was very much like, like, I have a law, like a line, and I'm not going to cross that ever
2: he been crossing lines ever since yeah. he met Mike Ross. Mm-hmm. And so, like, yeah, when Cameron did is someone who's legit been, like, hiding evidence and and lying on people to get stuff done, when he's like, okay, Harvey, there's a limit, yeah. you know, then you might you might have gone too far.
1: And Patty also uh, wrote in to say, episode note, the hand that feeds you has the most BS's for uh, one episode this season at 12. What, what did Patty yesterday wrote in to say that the previous the episode had goddamns. the most goddamns with 15?
2: They stopped doing references and just started cussing. Yeah. you know. Well,
1: also in this episode, the wiki claimed, I didn't catch this, but said that this is the first time that the F word was used on suits. Sean Cahill tells Harvey Specter that Mike Ross should put his gun down and walk out of that beep door. And they I guess they maybe just dropped out the sounds for the F word. Oh, man,
2: I, I think I thought I would have caught that, but I missed it. I know that uh, Harvey's you the first you know, F
1: word to Sean Cahill.
2: I would love to see it. I'm Jessica should have it. Jessica, you think Jessica? You I think I think Sean back, Cahill was walk out that
1: effing door.
2: Effing door. God damn you know, it. Sean Cahill has been another person who has been crossing lines that we've seen him not willing to cross before because it's got really personal he for him in the soul. same way. He did. It's gotten really personal for him in the same way that things got personal for uh for Harvey with Mike being in jail, you know? And so uh, I'm not shocked that it was Sean Cahill, uh, mm-hmm. but I definitely didn't catch the moment. And now I got to go rewatch that because mm-hmm. I love a good F-bomb.
1: Yep. Okay. All right. Then, Chappelle, anything else you want to talk about? Season six, episode nine. Before we come back for the mid-season finale of season uh, six.
2: I really want to know... I really want to know what's going to happen in the mid-season finale, right? Like, I really need to know what we're about to do here mm-hmm. because we got Mike out. Pierce Inspector lit. I mean, they're seemingly getting some money. Like, we have clients. Um, they got William Sutter's business, right? Mm-hmm. And then Sean Cahill's gonna come after Sutter. I don't know. I don't I don't know what we're gonna do here, but I know we I do know that. At some point we have to get Mike Ross back on the team because everybody's about to go to work and Mike is going to be a stay at home Mike.
1: Yeah, he'll do something. He'll do they'll figure out some way to get him. But you would think that if Jessica like if this was real, she would not let him anywhere in this building.
2: Yeah, well, Jessica should have never let him anywhere in the building after the first time she found out he was a fraud. But here we are, yeah, you know? And so Harvey should have never let her in the building. Donna should have never let him in the building. You know who else shouldn't be let back in the building? Donna shouldn't mm-hmm. have been let back in the building <laughs> after she buried that evidence for Harvey. You know, like... I'm just saying, there's a lot of people who got. No, she didn't bury the
1: evidence. She destroyed.
2: She destroyed evidence. I'm sorry. And Donna, (laughs) a legal secretary, she also
1: impersonated a federal official and. Yeah, yada yada yada. She's Donna. She's awesome.
2: But she's Donna. I'm awesome. It's a title. It's like that. Her job description is not legal secretary. It's just Donna. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We need to hire a
2: Donna. Does anybody know where we can find one? She's like, I'm Donna. Mm -hmm. Perfect.
1: Yeah. Um, we didn't talk about it yesterday, but then they had her go and talk to um, uh, Kevin Miller's wife and say, "Like, look, my dad's a criminal too." Yeah, she like, look, Wait, my dad urge. does crimes. Like, you can. She said, "I too was
2: approached with my for my dad to do some crime." I said no. Mm-hmm. So I'm a better person than you, but you—you <laughs> you yeah. said yes, and you can now get out of this. Also, um, uh, I
1: don't think that Donna was gonna uh, turn over on her dad, though.
2: No, but she did say no.
1: Mm-hmm. She
2: did say no. She's like, I—I I was asked to do crime, and I said no. Jill, you're obviously not a stand-up person like me. You—you you know, you're scummy, but you can still get out of this. It's like Donna, you too, you too got some some scum vibes. Um. Uh, yeah, Uh, this is interesting. This is very interesting because I don't know where we go from here. Maybe, uh, we start to look at what Lewis's relationship is going to be. I hope it doesn't last very long. I'm sorry. This terror person, I just don't get it. Uh, I feel nothing for that couple. Uh, Donna has no storyline currently. So maybe she'll go back to being a legal secretary at some point. Mm -hmm. Uh, Harvey has Mike out. And so they need to find a new big bad to fight. And uh, Jessica and Rachel are still going to be focusing on the
1: Innocence Project. So that'll be fun. Imagine you're a Fortune 500 company and you're like, you know who I want as my lawyers? Pearson, Spectre, and Lit. (laughs) P.S.L. They get the job done.
2: Does it, by any means necessary? Doesn't by any
0: uh, means necessary.
1: I mean, yeah. sometimes they do. Like, uh, you know, you hire them to be your lawyer, and really, they like are working with the government to send you to jail. <laughs> yes, yeah,
2: they're they're gonna collude, they're gonna lie, they're gonna, but it's gonna be entertaining. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's the kind of stuff you tell your friends about. Like, man, my yeah. lawyer was wild. <laughs> yeah. If bored,
1: yeah, if you're bored, if you're bored, like you're if you're like for the bored. ultimate fun, yeah, hire PSL. Yeah. All right, Chappelle. PSL. Yes. Where can people keep up with everything you're doing?
2: At suitspodcast.com slash Facebook. You can get in that group and start the conversations. We have some conversations coming in. Now, listen, Rob, you don't know this because I go in and I screen all the comments. People getting a little liberal with the spoilers Oh, Um, why? Because we're almost done? Because we're almost done. So people are like, yeah y'all are like season six it's cool to go ahead and tell you this and i'm like guarding that stuff so keep sending it my way if you think that it's cool but i'm i'll shoot it down i'm i I want rob to experience this uh and and i would like to experience it too because i definitely don't think (laughs) i'm very much further (laughs) into the
1: show i don't know what i mean here we are uh we're closing in it's episode 85 Mm -hmm. two weeks Mm -hmm. from now we'll be at episode 100 look at us look at us like uh, starting crazy. to see like uh, the light at the end of the suit's tunnel and getting a little bittersweet.
2: A little daylight. A little daylight. Uh, yeah, I'm getting I'm getting sad, Uh, you know, uh, but but Rob, the writer strike is over. Is it to, is it time for us to start to reach out to some of these people the actors and yes, writers and be like, yes, Megan Markle.
1: Hey, what's going on? We have some questions for you. Did you have your own wind machine?
2: I mean, we do kind of know Aaron Korsh a little bit. Yeah. You know, I don't know if we, cause we we record, uh, you know, at times it would work for us. I don't know how how, how we, easy it would be. We'd to, make it work. We'd move stuff around yeah. if we had uh, some of the suits actors. Yeah, I think we could, we could start. I think we could start. Yes. I think I think now is the time. Now, like I, hey, the the gloves are off. Mm-hmm. The, the, we're, we're off the leash. Yeah, let's, let's try to get some of these uh the stunt casting going for Let the podcast. See. I think I think the at associates deserve it.
1: Megan Markle uh now that the duchess yes uh uh now that the writer's strike is over
2: dot 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 i love ellipses
1: (laughs) you are uh now ready to come on suits yourself
2: question mark question mark three question marks
1: when (laughs) can we expect to hear from you
2: TTYL. Okay. Love Chappelle and Rob. <laughs> All right.
1: XOXO. Love alfalfa. <laughs> All right. On that note, I'm at Rob Sister Nino. Thank you so much for joining us. Take care of a good one. Bye. Peace.
0: Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring.